0: Well, it's Thursday, and that means it's time for another news of the day. Days of the new
1: news of the day.
0: Yes, this is the hottest breaking news from a week or two ago, because we record this and put it out on Thursdays, and fuck it. This is good journalism, folks.
1: I'm coming at you live from Kansas City, Missouri, in the middle of a polar vortex. It is negative one. No shit. Right now, I can see the
0: flashing lights of the city department chainsawing down a tree that fell on the power
1: lines outside of his house. Yep. Yeah. Good times over here. That tree got struck by lightning once, and now it finally decided to start falling over. Also, you look like one of those characters in like The Walking
0: Dead, where uh, the winter storm is hit, and they've got one last log for the uh, cast iron stove, and the fire's dwindling.
1: Yeah. It's uh. It's not been great. Yeah,
0: no. On my end, I decided to do some next-level adulting and got a puppy. And it has not stopped fucking raining. I can hear it pounding against my house right now. This beautiful house that I bought now smells like wet dog. All we need is to uh, splash a little kerosene <laughs> around. Maybe some uh, camel lights. Uh, just put those out on the carpet. And,
1: uh, yeah, yeah really. that's, a, that's a great, great smell. Just, yeah. I can... You really, really colored it well.
0: Yeah. You know, there's always that kid who, you know, smelled like wet dog in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's you. Yeah. You're that guy. Yeah. Well, a good thing you're working from home. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank God I paid money for this. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I my mean, God, I chose this lifestyle. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, well, um, in keeping with days of the new tradition of things I say not aging well the next week, uh, new reports published in 1999 and 2019 have outed Marilyn Manson for being a big fucking creep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty undeniable. Uh, we've also seen prominent new metal guitar player Wes Borland come out and say that Marilyn Manson's always been a horrible person and... Uh, Uh, Trent Reznor came back with a I've been telling you (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, they were definitely bros there for a minute oh for sure yeah and then one sobered up and the other didn't did you read uh, Marilyn Manson's uh, autobiography of the 1998 you know long hard road out of hell fuck no okay so I did I read that my senior year of high school I just don't understand why people didn't realize Marilyn Manson was just a shitbag. I mean, he talks in this book that came out in 1998 in length about covering a deaf groupie backstage in raw meat with his bandmates before various band members have sex with her, followed by Marilyn Manson peeing on her before throwing her into a shower with another band member. And he actually says, while he's talking about this, like, everybody was having a good time except for those sticks in the mud and nine-inch nails. So, like, they were clearly back there just not having what was going on. What, fucking horrified? Yeah, and, and this, yeah, as they cover a deaf girl with lunch meat and then pee on her. Yeah, and, you know, they're all like, she knew what she was getting into. And I'm like, that's eh, not the fucking point. Yeah, no, ugh, ugh. you familiar with Phoebe Bridgers? mm no. Uh, she was the guest on SNL last week or the week before. I really like her. It's like, you know, kind of dark poppy. I don't know. It's pretty good. I I like it a lot. But anyway, um, she's in her early 20s or mid 20s. And she came out and said that uh, she visited his house with some friends as a teenage fan. And he pointed out in a room in his house that he called the rape room or having a room in your house called the rape room is almost as problematic as having teenagers in your house when you're in your 40s. <laughs>
0: Can we confirm if Marilyn Manson has any Nightmare Before Christmas tattoos? (laughs) It would go with the theme, but, uh... I feel like that information is in line with the fact that you should never trust an adult goth male.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, look, you know, that shit dies hard. Like, I still have a predominantly black wardrobe. I also have a closet full of suits and ties, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a lot of pants made of, uh acrylic or pvc that was always the thing for me it's like summer is a thing oh my god i don't yeah. even like to wear jeans yeah <laughs> it's it's
0: terrible like I, as a former goth kid summer sucked
1: yeah i mean i remember years where i just refused to wear shorts and then one year i was like oh fuck it dude it's so hot out and i put shorts on and i was like oh son of a bitch why have <laughs> i not been doing this
0: <laughs> oh man yeah it's Are you going to go to Best Buy in the middle of July
1: holding your parasol?
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you, though, don't go over to the Marilyn Manson subreddit and read the comments. That whole, like, super fan doubling down on an artist after they do something terrible is so strange. Like, so over in the country music world, I don't know how much you've heard, but there is a singer by the name of Morgan Wallen. And a couple weeks ago, he was caught on camera at like 2 a.m. in Nashville coming home from a bender. And he was screaming the N word at a friend of his. (laughs) So immediately, like they pull his single off the radio, but that guy went to number one, and his sales are just continuing to climb and climb and climb. As the typical Nashville fan base is like, "What? What? what why? Why do rappers get to say it, and he's getting penalized because he says it?" He actually came out and put out a video that was like, "Stop defending me. What I did wasn't cool. I was on a bender for weeks, and I'm, I'm sober right now, and I'm embarrassed at my behavior." It's pretty messed up. What we just call that, hailing a Nashville taxi. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The moral of the story here is that people will always let you down, and I'm trying to be more positive in my life, but none of these people are helping. I guess I'm just going to have to, like, shelve all my Manson albums next to my complete
0: R. Kelly collection. (laughs) Thank God I can still listen to Led Zeppelin.
1: (laughs) Thank God you can still listen to Led Zeppelin. Nothing problematic about Led Zeppelin. (laughs) Yeah, they they were fine. Fine. Good people. Yeah, whatever. What's
0: next in, in, in News of the Week? Well, the new metal band that is not a new metal band, Hoobastank, are back to ruin Nick's life yet again. I'd rather talk about Sex Offenders some more. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's Doug Robb doing these days? Well, this is according to an article I found on uh, Loudwire. The 2004 hit song, The Reason, has gone viral on TikTok as part of a new challenge where users reveal embarrassing moments about themselves and the things that they have done.
1: All right. So uh, here, So let me guess. They they feel relevant because somebody put their video on TikTok. So there's a bunch of like young consumers hearing Hoobastank for the first time and they're going to try and cash it. Oh, fuck. Yes, they are. The video is accompanied
0: by a hashtag, not a perfect person, which has over 500 million views on TikTok. Would you like to see some of these? Oh, yeah, sure. So this is a teenager, someone in their 20s. The caption is, when I order an iced oat milk latte and a bacon, egg and cheese bagel.
1: I get it. So the joke is that like an oat milk latte is healthy and a bacon, egg and cheese bagel is not. Uh, Is that her joke? I have a bacon, egg and cheese English muffin. Is that a joke?
0: Yeah, I I guess that's the joke.
1: Is this funny? I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. I have no idea. Or is this one of those like she's a conventionally attractive human. So that's why it's going viral on the Internet. Uh, But there's a lot of these, right?
0: Oh, dude, there's tons. So I only selected three. This next one is from Earl Fam Builds, Earl Fam Builds, the Lego Dad. It says, Oops, I did it again. And the caption is me showing thousands of people on TikTok illegal build techniques. Not
1: a Kevin, I don't know what I'm looking at. This is a grown man showing someone how to build something with Legos, but saying it's an illegal technique. I, Oh Jesus! The world has turned and left me here. <laughs> I are th- as another problematic male performer. I'm, saying, <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm so confused. I, I guess... Don't, I don't think I want to know. I mean, either. I, I guess there are illegal... Do you put drugs in that Lego? I don't... Yeah. Is, is it,
1: that what that is? Did he make a secret compartment? I
0: guess... The, no, I guess this is like juicing in Lego competitions. This is like the Jose Canseco of uh, of Legos.
1: Oh because
0: it's God. an illegal build. And I guess if they like found out you did did that in your uh, construction of the Lego Death Star, you'd be disqualified.
1: Are there Lego contests? Because that shouldn't be a there, thing.
0: Uh, dude, there's contests for everything. S- God damn it. All right. So... The last one I'm going to show you, of course, Doug Rob had to get in on the action. Perfect... Shut the fuck up! It's Doug Rob standing in front of his platinum records, uh, and the caption is realizing 20 years later that you named your band
1: Hoobastank. Well, I'm glad he's having a moment. Here's here's the thing, though. I think people aren't realizing how fast news works and how fast memes work. Like. By the time they were to like put something together to capitalize on this, people are going to be like, "Who? Mm-hmm. Like, three weeks ago, everybody was singing sea shanties. And, like, that <laughs> shit's gone. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm glad you're having your moment, Doug Rob. Like, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I also want to point Get out hard. the hashtags he has here, which
0: are hashtag bad band names, hashtag not a perfect person, and then hashtag Chumbawamba, hashtag Jamiroquai. Hey, Doug Robb, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, those (laughs) bands are good. Yeah. If there's one thing our episode on Hoobastank established, it's that Hoobastank frontman Doug Robb cannot resist the siren song of pandering mediocrity. When asked about creating new music on TMZ, Great Value Brendan Boyd said, I don't know, we really never sat down at any point and go, we have to make music for this demographic. Not to say that it hasn't crossed our minds ever, but usually at the end of the day, we all go, let's write music and see where the chips fall. Yeah. Hey, Doug Rob, here's a gigantic fucking pile of money. Do you want it or do you want to go wait a little bit
1: and see how you feel cre- creatively? <laughs> I mean, I think those guys are still living the dream. You know, they can still, well, Doug at least, can still just live off of those royalties. Radio stations pl- still play those songs. His checks are still coming in.
0: Yeah. Uh, fuck it. I guess the reason is to get a paycheck. There it is. Moving on, we have a blurb that Slipknot frontman Corey Taylor is entertaining the idea of
1: composing his own musical. So I, I read this article, and it says that he wants to write this musical based on his band of his misfit friends when he was in his 20s. Um, and he talks about how, like, we had all these disorders, and we didn't even know the names for them. Kevin, do you remember how absolutely fucked up, like, super Slipknot fans were when that shit came out. Uh. I was at a show once and this kid showed me his arm and it was just burnt. Like there was a hole in it. And he's like, I did this for Slipknot. And he like held a lighter up to his arm. And I was like, I don't think Slipknot wants you to do that. And then his dad showed up, threw him in the van and called him a freak in front of everybody. Is that, is that, is that what this musical is going to be about? Just little scamps cutting themselves?
0: (laughs) I was at Crazy Fest 6 back in, that had to have been 2003. And I met a guy there. He went by the entire festival, the name Tub of Shit. (laughs) (laughs) He was a self-proclaimed maggot. One night, I watched 50 to 100 people. I saw somebody give Tub of Shit $20, and everybody's chanting, Tub of Shit, Tub of Shit. And that guy leans back and just punches him in the jaw as hard as he fucking can. And everybody goes, yeah! The next thing that happened was that somebody gave Tub of Shit $50 to put a roaming candle in his ass and light it. (laughs) So that happened. It fucks me up today in my, you know, 30s to think about this. But back then, everybody's like, fuck, yeah. It ends with, I think, somebody gave him $100 to piss on him. Mm.
1: Those are Slipknot fans write a couple ditties about that and <laughs> I, I just I don't get like can't new metal just be new metal? Like yeah. so I sent you an article about how new metal keeps working its way into figure skating. So <laughs> one that keeps showing up uh predominantly by like Russians is uh is this one. OK, anyway, <laughs> so I I don't I don't get it. I don't get that cover. We'll we'll probably do a mosh pit on that song long after we discuss Disturbed as a whole. But it, it keeps happening. Not mad about it at all.
0: Closing out this episode, uh, we want to follow up on our David Silvera episode from last week. His current band, Bias have decided to take one of the best songs off of one of the best albums that I've ever heard and shit all over not only the song, but the music video for it as well. I am shaking in anger listening to this. For whatever reason, they decided to cover the Faith No More classic Midlife Crisis. Mm -hmm. And in doing that, they also wanted to create what they call a shot-for-shot remake of the video. Uh, Their thinking being, well, everybody covers songs, but nobody covers videos, which, yeah, they they do. I'm going to show you a clip of the original, and then I'm going to show you a clip of Bias. Okay. uh bias what's
1: an inherent sense the sultan that queen neck my bitch of attention bent my pinky back i let
0: talk to sun and i don't know my half and i let talk to sun and we up again sense of security the- there's one more thing i want to point out in the faith no more video okay. There's this breakdown sequence in the Faith No More song, which is incredibly popular. Here's that. All right, you got that? Yeah.
1: It's so bad. That's real bad. It's yeah,
0: the singer of Faith No More, Mike Patton, and I'm not making this up. He possesses the widest vocal range of any known singer in popular music. He's got a range of six octaves, and this fucking band has the audacity <laughs> to even try to touch that. <laughs> the range of one octave. <laughs> yeah, like so. The the video, what they call a shot for shot, it, it ain't. First of all, I just have to address the star of the show, which is David Silvera. His pectorals and biceps and (laughs) neck all meet up at the same point, and it looks like this weathered, exhausted Tyrannosaurus is just, like, trying to play the
1: drums. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's an appropriate uh, song for them to cover, Midlife Crisis, seeing as that's what that band is. (laughs) A band full of uh, people between the age of 35 and 50 trying to reclaim the glory days of new metal, two of which are non African American men with dreadlocks. So, <laughs> midlife crisis sounds about right to me. So, obviously, last week we talked about bias and we described them as fine. Um, I <laughs> found the uh, guitar player's Facebook and he's posting like footage from their practice space they're not fine kevin <laughs> not fine <laughs> it's real bad um it's not core 10 bad but it's the only reason that those tracks that came out from the studio from bias were better probably was production because like it's still just horrible it's just not good anyway we're gonna play you off by a little new metal piece that went viral on the internet two weeks ago it's a mashup and yeah uh, i hate myself for hitting play but see you next week